1: This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Everyone know who's my favorite. And who are those people? My fans, my listeners, especially the new ones, because someone was smart enough to tell you about my show, or I'm just a great promoter, and you saw it and you wanted to check it out. And if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. Download the TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, GottaLoveMeWorld.com. And if you really got love for your girl t quest make sure you go and stream my music in my number one profession voice lyrics if you need my voice for anything and i mean anything make sure you email me at t quest at glm.com well gmail.com and now that i've taken advantage of my own platform i guess it's time to share it with my guest music Uh, is everything huh good morning good morning (laughs) Good morning, Sunshine.
0: <laughs>
1: how are you doing? I'm good. Hi you, how are you? Um oh, uh, Woo. It is time to have some fun. You ready to have some fun with your girl T Quest?
2: Hmm. You say what
1: now? I say you ready to have some fun with your girl T Quest?
2: Yes, yes, of
1: course, of course. Alright, so for the people who don't know, as a personality, as someone in media, it is my job to interview people, and I like to call it more of a conversation, right? It's kind of like when you go to the club, some people, and they meet someone at the bar or whatever, and in that moment, they are a stranger to you. It's up to you to catch their attention, then it's up to you to keep their attention. Unless she either gonna, what, walk away, or say things for the drink, or politely excuse herself, or get a distraction, text with her friends to come get her, you never really know. Right? (laughs) Or (laughs) you can say the right things to keep her attention. So in this moment, I am the lady at the bar. The music is bumping. And my thing is, let's see if you can actually keep my attention so I don't stray away. Cool? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now, for the people who don't know who you are. Saying name again very loud and clear so they know who's on the show with T-Quest and let them know what you do and where you are from.
2: My name is Alcazar and um, I'm a artist, flash, aspiring promoter, investor and um, artist development manager just slowly trying to get my name and my foot in under me. So, I okay. guess. Propel other artists as myself and trying to do what they're trying to do as far as for the love of the music or to build a career to transition into something else, whatever the case may be, for any artist. Uh, um, I'm trying to build a platform myself to make that happen, especially for the Midwest West artists. Okay. So,
1: Okay, so what I've heard, because you sound a little distorted, so if you can come in a little more clear, that would be great. You said you are a music artist, an inspiring promoter? Yes. And yes. investor? Excuse me? What you say after promoter?
0: Uh,
2: investor.
1: Investor.
2: And uh, artist and development manager.
1: Artist and development manager. Yep. You know that's a big role to feel, right? Yes. Because nowadays, many artists lack artist development. Not realizing that's how you're really going to sell yourself to the masses. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Because even if you are a great artist music-wise, you can be a great artist, or you can be a mediocre artist, but that mediocre artist could surpass you if the artist development was in place why because i could be someone who's not really into your music but if you sell yourself to me very professionally you can grab my attention you know if you really show what you can do on stage i might still go and stream your music just to show support buy your merchandise it's all about having a total package so if you're into trying to be an artist development manager that means that you as an artist Got all that stuff down, packed already that you can already help the next one. Am I correct? (laughs) I said that since you are inspiring to be an artist, developer, manager, that means you as an artist must really got your stuff together if you're ready for the next phase to manage another one in that field. Is that correct?
2: But I'm not all the way here, you feel me? Like, that's why I said aspiring promoter.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: going to come up, because that's what I want to transition into after um, I established myself as an artist. But I'm going to let me deal with them right now, but I'm not able to do what I want to do because of COVID. But it's like, as far as from my connections from Michigan to Ohio,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm able to do, I was able to do a little bit, but, during all the pandemic stuff got shut down and uh unable to do as much now so that's why um when everything get back up and running trying to get to the next phase of that career
1: okay no i totally understand so let's bring it back to the whole reason why you're on the call first is because you're an artist right yes
2: yes
1: you consider yourself a hip-hop artist
2: um yes
1: of course, yes. Okay, so if you are um, hip hop, um, you.
2: More, um, yeah, real real, real life hip hop, yeah.
1: Real life hip hop. What do you mean by real life hip hop?
2: It's like, for the most part, like, not only do I talk about my life, I mean, in general, but like real life situations. Like, I mean, I try to talk for the people and talk to the people and let them, like, we got people that's really thinking about our interests.
1: Okay. So. Okay. So what I need you to do for me is you're a music artist, a hip-hop artist, right? Real-life yeah. hip-hop artist. But where did it all stem from? Why did you pick up the pen and pad? I'm taking it, was years ago?
2: Yeah. I started, um, my first song was, uh, I ever wrote. I was probably
1: like nine years old, mm-hmm. and um, it
2: was it was a Marvin Gaye instrumental, yeah. and, um, a sexual healing instrumental. At nine and, years uh, old, I wrote about a young lady having like AIDS and um, uh, HIV, rather, and um, uh, she was passing it around. what so she was doing, so, like that was my first, introduction to writing and
1: it on bad. Wait a minute. So I'm going to have, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to break that down. You're saying that you was nine years old, right? Yeah. You wrote a song to Marvin's Gay Sexual Healing about yeah. a lady with AIDS. Yeah,
2: it was kind of coming from the angle. like, Tupac is my favorite artist, him and Jay-Z. But at the time, I was, um, I came up under Tupac and uh it was more on the, like uh Brenda's got a baby angle I was trying to rap like him you know I me mean? on that on that song
1: all right so you know you have to connect these dots cuz it still don't make sense at 9 years old so what made you even want to let alone write a song to that type of beat with that such a powerful subject at 9 years old like what in, who inspired you what inspired you uh like
2: just growing up in michigan uh, in detroit uh, i was introduced to my environment kind of early like my mom was sick. she had breast cancer like she had breast cancer
0: survivor.
2: okay and um uh, so at an early age like seven eight like i'm kind of of my environment of sorts
0: yeah like i'm
2: not totally out there but i'm seeing different stuff that i'm supposed to be seeing at this age mm-hmm. so uh At nine, my best friend, she got killed in a drive-by. Oh, no. So, um, a lot of stuff was going on, like, around that time. Mm that My uncle, he had passed at eight. He got killed uh, in a drive-by when I was eight. And so, yeah, a lot of stuff was going on. So, I was introduced to what society is at an early age. So, Mm -hmm. I was able to be aware of my surroundings and... I was able to come up with a song like that. But it was mainly Tupac kind of and into mean, where I was coming from that angle. I ain't going to say, I, was, I mean? Trying to steal the whole song, but it's like I was coming from that angle how he wrote Brenda's Got a Baby.
0: Okay,
1: now that makes sense. I always tell um, a lot of people, yes, we all have a story, but our stories are different because we're all individuals, you know what I mean? Yes. And with that type of story, now it's starting to make sense because no average nine-year-old is going to be writing a song the sexual healing about someone with AIDS unless they had to grow up fast because they experienced so many things at a young age. Yes. You know what I mean? And then it takes it as with everything that's going on in your life, and I'm sorry to hear about all that, that's a lot for one child to even bear. You know, it look it seems as if with that and then relating to an artist like Tupac, you had no choice but, you know, want to write some stuff down to start being inspired by him. Releases some yeah. of your inner thoughts on paper, correct? Correct. Okay. So it brings me back to artists who actually use music in the beginning as therapy, you know? But, yeah. um,. That That's a beautiful thing. And do you still have those songs that you even remember, the lyrics?
2: Uh, no, I don't have them songs. So uh, yeah. much stuff been happening since then. Um, yeah, I ain't got none of them songs uh, as a kid. Yeah. I done lived everywhere from here to down south. But in between that time.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I understand. It's just that I'd be feeling bad. Like, as an artist myself, because when I hear people's stories, or I see them on TV, when I read their autobiographies, they remember dates, times, lyrics, songs, like, everything. I'm like, how? Like, like did you all keep this stuff in a box, like, for your whole entire life? How is that even possible? Me, personally, I started writing at that age, but I don't remember any of the songs. I don't remember any of the lyrics. I don't have none of the pieces of paper, so I could... I. I'm a little jealous of the ones who do still have it or do still remember it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to ask to see if you still had some of those old memories. But um, so that's kind of dope, though. That's kind of dope. So let's transition from then until now, because since you've been writing at such an early age, I mean, by now you should be really a seasonal writer in this field. So what are some other things throughout the years that inspire you to write the music that you write?
2: Um, just really like my life experiences and um just stuff that I like actually see and
0: encounter
2: and people that I encounter and um there's really every day life situations like like my life and the people around me type life and um that's really the pain and I have as far as like as, far as my life and the lives of those that of people that live like I live in okay. the
0: struggle, in the forums.
2: Mm. Okay. Or be the voice
1: for the
2: people like this what I'm
1: aspiring to be okay well that's where you need to take me because I don't know your life story I don't know how you grew up I don't know the people around you I don't know what happened in their lives in your life and what you've seen to inspire your music so as new listeners and new ears to you explain to me some of those things that you've seen and witnessed that inspired you to write your music even if it was a scenario of like one song that came from something that have happened or you saw,
2: like recently,
1: it's whatever story you want to tell me.
2: I want to keep it. On the light.
1: You don't
0: have uh, to. Yeah,
2: like um, like I'm as we speak. I'm on my way to the studio. I got to this interview and, um, by the latest song called, uh, I Can't Breathe. And, um, it's just a song for the people right now as we speak. I mean, like, what we going through in America with the, you know I mean, police brutality, the, um, all the protests and just the civil rights being eliminated and like, everything is like, so it's like, I'm just, I didn't created a song called I Can't Breathe for the moment in time this place that we in
0: right
2: now. Mm -hmm. So I think situations like that, as far as what I done been through in my life and the situations that us as the people is in right now, and I I created the song that I'm about to put down.
1: Okay. So songs like this is what you've been writing for the last couple of years, is what you're saying? Songs like this? Yeah.
2: Um, off and on, you feel me, like, whenever something like this deep that, that it happened, like, but for the most part, I mean, I ain't gonna say I'm all conscious or nothing like that. I got music about the streets, uh, not the glorify or nothing, but, like, street, the prison system, um, and, uh, just various aspects of people that come from the slums, you feel me, I ain't really got too many club hangers or nothing like that,
0: okay. as I guess I
2: should, but, um. Uh, for right now, no. So they've got the street music and what I'm talking. I mean, music for the people. So. Okay.
1: And, and that's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking yeah. the question, what is your music about? Like I said, I don't know your childhood. I don't know your lifestyle. So if your music is about the streets, tell me it's about the streets. If your music is about a particular struggle, tell me about that. You know? Because for all I know, you could have, like, tell me what really inspired you to write the type of music. Because just now, what I picked up from what you just said is you don't have that many club bangers, but you guess you have to. You don't have to have club bangers. You know, at the end of the day, you originally started writing your music for you, you know, to tell your story, to tell your life situations, to tell whatsoever on your mind and your heart. So if that's not coming out you don't have to force it out now what you could do is do a remix where it could be a club banger but it's about the streets about what you're going through put a twist on it because every story from the streets from the hood or whatever does not have to be on some like serious type beat you know you can always switch it around to um connect with the masses you know bring the worlds together make it a beautiful combination but, but
2: that's um, what i feel yeah. like and that. I'll leave that to the DJs to, like to see if that's what I did. I tried to do it on the, the uh, single I got called Lose It. Mm-hmm. It was like, kind of got the club down, you know I mean, to where you could get, to where it can get, be played in the club. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of on the street. Like, so, um, I still uh, kept it like, relevant to my lifestyle, but kind of got the
1: no, I totally get it. And you know what? You just fell into my trap Because that's exactly what I was trying to pull out from you without me actually saying it. Because I wanted to segue into your song.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, come on now. Come on. Because this is reminding me. Because when I heard your track, I was like, okay. he talk about something real. But it got a little bop to it. It got that balance, you know, and I was trying to get that out of you without me actually saying it. But now that I finally did, <laughs> let's actually play some of that for the people. That's cool with you?
2: Uh...
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so um, before I play that track, um, once again, explain to people a little bit what the song was about exactly, and then tell them who produced it.
2: Uh Big Jeezy produced it and the song is about um lose it, like you'll hear it in the hook. You got Big Jeezy on the hook and um it's like when you um uh, like when you're in the streets, you're selling drugs or whatever and you you pull up at some night nice, and uh chicks lose it.
0: You'll see the difference between how and when you don't get up. Like, this song is, like, a combination of you and chicks lose it when
2: you
1: pull up. Okay. And you said Big Jeezy. Who is Big Jeezy? He from your area?
2: No, I met him through, um, like, B-Stars, like that. Okay. Um, That's how I got aligned with him. -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so he's a producer and an artist. Can you say he was featured on it? Yes. Okay. Look at that. Handling business and getting two things out of like a two for one special. <laughs> That's kind of dope. <laughs> but <laughs> that. we're going to get into this song right now. Lose it. The Focus art. <laughs>
0: Chau, mogu. in the plate Back to me, getting off head in the face Back to me, out of the state Pitching his weight, you late You we up and down for the paint. I'm finna go crazy Crazy, crazy I'm finna go stupid Stupid, stupid Pull up and hop Hop out you gonna lose She like You move. know that she do She like how You know that she do Pull you know you know you know up and hop Hop out, hop, hop, how you how you hop out to You know that she
1: I do like the song. I do like the song. You know, um, I love your energy on the song. I love the bop of the beat and then how it blends together with the lyric content and your cadence, you know? Because yeah. it's true. It's true. Not saying all females. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's enough. But, um, definitely. But um, definitely your persona, how you present yourself, your swag, all that stuff can catch someone's attention. Nowadays, well, not even nowadays. How flashy you are can catch your attention to some people's attention. Certain people more than others, you know. Especially when we live in a um, society where a lot of females want to be taken care of and want to be spoiled. So if they see a man with that bag and they got that car and they got that whip and they got all this this stuff, they be like, ah, (laughs) yeah, how you doing? Like. It's, exactly. And you you can't um deny it, you know, and I never had me personally when I see a guy who's very flashy, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, because sometimes it goes back to certain stereotypes. Most guys who are flashy, not all, but they have the stereotype of being very arrogant, right? being very big-headed because they know what they have and they know what the people want, so they know what the people will do just to be attached or to get a piece. So a lot of them take advantage of that. And I ain't falling for the foolery. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to present to me all this flashy stuff, that is just let me know that's all you have to offer. And that's not me. You know? But it's true. They will lose it. You see it in the movie Players Club. Hurry upstairs. There's money upstairs. You remember that. (laughs) You know, they pushed the button. Uncle Luke was in the house. They was ready to go because they know they was about to rack up if they do it right. (laughs) You know, we can't be blindsided that this stuff does not happen, you know. But that's what I mean. Like, that right there is a great balance of uh, what the people are um, really like listening to and still bringing you you know and that song I think is actually pretty dope pretty dope so mister right when it comes to doing music there's always different elements there's the process of writing the song the process of mixing mastering and everything but then after you get the song out there to the masses here comes the part when you have to promote it and perform yeah. it. Now, are you the type of person who love to perform? Or are you the type that just enjoy putting the content out there?
0: Oh, oh, most, um, most. If I could, if
2: the, if, like, when you an artist, and it's like you're trying to sort of like putting yourself out there doing shows, that's what's going to get you the nor- notoriety to be able to have uh, the income. Cause like, that's what it's about. And I love just playing content. I like to create. I like to write. I like to be in the studio. I mean, if I could literally get paid to be in the studio, like, that would be, I wouldn't even have to perform. But uh, I like a little bit of both. I like the, definitely the creation, the production part of it. And um, I like performing also. Like I said, you're in front of this. The people on the stage and they're rocking with you and it's like, yeah, it's a great show. Right,
1: so. mm-hmm. The reason why I asked that because, yes, people's always preaching that visuals is everything and live is everything. But when you really do your research, I know a lot of successful artists that rarely perform and they are caked up from their yeah. um, residuals, from their money. Yes. Why? Because it's all about smart marketing strategies. And promotion, you know, you can you can record great content, but as long as you have the right marketing team that's distributing it properly, you know what I'm saying. Just like um, a lot of placements for movies, video games, commercials, caked up. You see what I'm saying? And then you can put some audio things up, caked up. Think about it, because even celebrities, a lot of people gravitate to them. They play their music, they stream their music. But how many people actually seen them live, personally? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, performing and stuff is a great part of it. But for people who are not really into that part and just want to put out great music, they could still be successful with it, long as you know how to do it properly. But then you have some that really love to entertain. Like me, I love to entertain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love being on stage, love being on the mic. It's just like my happy place. You know, they was like, so if you go on to a tour and can you do like three, four um shows in the same night or same day? Absolutely. What? Let's go. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, because it's just a lot of artists that make great music. They can make club music, but they don't even actually like being in the club. It's all about your creativity and what you do with it.
2: And also, like, the type of music I make, I make,
0: like, just regular rides, everyday music. Like, that's why I don't really make
2: club music, because I don't really do clubs. You know what I mean, I used to when I was there, but so I literally don't do the clubs for real. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's no point.
1: No, I understand. You definitely seem like a super chill person. That's what I was asking. Is that something that you enjoy doing like a lot or you just know it's part of the territory you enjoy it for what it is, but you know, you're okay if you wasn't on a stage each and every night, if need be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just yeah. realize it's part of the territory something like that. I mean, it comes
2: with it. So I, I rather would just be in a studio creating, pushing music out
1: promoting the right way getting it done like that no i kind of right, figured and that's why i wanted to ask
2: <laughs> okay.
1: yeah because everybody's musical journey is different yes we have this blueprint but since we're in a profession that's always being remixed <laughs> you can pretty much come up with your own blueprint how you want to navigate for your career yeah, you know, absolutely. so that's why I always ask these questions. Just like certain generic questions that a lot of um radio personalities do ask, and you know, sometimes the the answers may change, but it's certain questions that I personally don't ask. Like one of the questions and I'm sure you probably heard this before: Who's your top five favorite hip hop artists? Right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: To be honest, I don't care. <laughs> and I think it's just them emulating one another. If you're one of the type of people who asks a question to each his own, you know, the only time I will really want to know someone's top artist or who what who they've been influenced by, if their music was so different and so rare, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm curious, who inspired you growing up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So that's the
0: question you know I, mean?
1: I can't ask, but you already told me partly yeah. when you were saying like Tupac and stuff, right? Yeah, Tupac and Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, I know. And it's funny because those are the most common ones that um people do say, and which is not a bad thing because they are great hip hop artists. My thing is yeah. nowadays with other artists when they talk about who they look up to, it's some names I haven't even heard of. I would be like, little who? <laughs> 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 oh, <I>? <laughs> like, <laughs> who is that?" And I'm like, "You know what? For me to still be young, they make me feel old." <laughs> like, um, yeah, I totally get it. That's when the valley's like, "Come up, like, yo, I totally get it." Yeah, great music. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. Well, okay, back to you, and not about them. But um, yeah. So let's talk about this other song that you have, right? You know what one want am talking
0: about? Yeah, that,
2: about my life.
1: About my life. Yes. Yeah. Talk to people about that one. Well, it's featuring my uh, my cousin James.
2: Mm-hmm. His uh, art artist name is James Town, and um, so he on the hook, and um, uh, I got a. Uh, just going in on the verses, and um, I didn't really start it as a single. Like I didn't make it right it to be a single, but it's like once I I had performed it, and it had such a like good feedback on it that I just start sending it to the DJs,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um, and people like it. So um, that's how it all as far as being in a different various DJ, especially fleet DJs or stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they in they
0: possession, you know what I
2: mean? Y'all possession. And um so it was just good feedback and good critiques, you know what I mean, from the actual song, so I created it just to, it was gonna be just an album song. Like an uh, album and
1: filler and but then you found out that people actually are really feeling it, filling it to be a potential single?
2: Yeah. Gotcha. So like and we ain't and it's like my guy was just telling me the other day, he's telling me like like that we really haven't had like real like songs come out like as singles since like, I in the nineties, you know. What I mean? And I don't wanna be like I'm a throwback artist or that like that. Like I'm on the old side, but you know what I mean at the same time it's like that's my hair. Mm-hmm. so like that's the type of feel I want for my music, you know, what I mean? like ain't nothing wrong. I mean if that's if this the music that you like nowadays That is kind like, that's what's up because this could be your era. But uh, my 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 era is like the nineties up to two thousands where I was most influenced by music to do music. You feel me? So like absolutely. That's why I want that sound for my music. Okay.
1: Well, on that note, I think it's time to get into about my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Que me que no un poco
1: Okay. About your life. I like it. <laughs> Absolutely. So my question for you is for these two singles that you do have out called Lose It and About My Life, is this a part of a project that you are working on or is already out on streaming platforms?
2: Yes, it's uh, In My Shoes is the album title. Uh-huh. And um, it's already on platforms. Mm-hmm. So you can, uh, it can be streamed on any. Streaming platform, Tidal, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Google Play, Mm -hmm. uh, Beezer, YouTube.
1: Okay. Okay. Are there any music videos to any of these songs for this
0: project? I just released um,
2: In My Shoes title song for the album. Mm Mm-hmm uh summary of my lifestyle which is number one on the album that's coming down the pipeline and going through the editing process um and about my life will be shot uh the 14th so i, I believe that's next weekend next Friday, i think
1: okay yeah. okay awesomeness so um what's the feedback so far on this project since you put it out
0: uh mixed
2: reviews, uh some people uh mostly really just on the on the quality expe- aspect. Um saying, uh I need different makes a different engineer. But as far right. as just content and sound and everything else, mm-hmm. great reviews. Um, great reviews, if you wanna call it. Mm-hmm. Uh but um as far as just people that understand music like when they hear it, like yeah. I'm getting like as far as quality, so I was like, I gotta build on that. I gotta find a better engineer to do my next project that I got coming
0: up.
1: Okay. All right. Well, um, I will say because for the artists that I do work with, um, if they're in need for anything like that, I do have a lot of um engineers and producers and stuff if need be so i can definitely send you some contacts you know especially um for probably the next project going forward you know you can check out some of their things because even though you have a project out and it's circulating and people are loving it you always got to remember to keep having music coming back for the people you know always have that stuff on deck no matter what you know also um in the process of this song circulating, are you still working on new music? Just to have in the archives? Yes.
2: Um, I got a project coming out called Pot Volume 1. Pot stands for a Product of the firm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I want that to probably drop um, probably the end of summer, July. But I'll be dropping songs periodically off that album uh, throughout the summer also as I'm dropping songs for this, still for this album. Mm-hmm. So, so, are, you uh,
1: for for so uh, are you open for new production for that? Are you open for new production for that? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: dope. Uh, I'll definitely um, send you some of my um, producers' um, information on that. So we have talked about you and the reason why you do music and what inspired you to do music. We've discussed about the project you have out now and the singles that you have out, and, of course, where everyone can find it. Now it's time to remix this interview. I would like to know some other talents that you may have outside of being a music artist.
2: Um, I would say, like, I'm very astute in business, But like, that's what I, my transition after really will be, is business, like, as far as, like, being able to, and it, it all coincide with, like, the promotion aspect, because I'm still, like, a central capitalist in uh firm, so, my acumen for business is higher than most, often went to business
1: school, so, uh, mm mm-hmm
2: one of my talents being able to come up with ideas see it analyze it
1: analyze it wow. okay all right sounds good and i wish you the best with all of that and if i can um help in any way especially when you mentioned before about the whole um promoting and arts development definitely feel free to um Reach out to me, you know, because I've been doing promoting stuff for some years, like over a decade or so. So, you know, my feet got a little wet in that area. In pretty much almost every area of the music industry. <laughs> because I like to understand everyone that I have to deal with. Right? So, a better way for me to understand the people I have to deal with is for me to tap into what they do as far as the business you know so i dabbled into being a singer, dancer, rapper, writer, <laughs> blogger, dj, host, comedian, promoter, pr, ar. You know what i'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. so um i can understand exactly what they go through so i know how to handle them better accordingly. Now, since you told me that you're doing other things in a business, which is very smart because when you um think about business, i always say you should have seven streams of income right so it's great to tap any other parts not just for the money part because you genuinely have a love for all of this and that's the part I keep telling people yes you may want to be in the industry yes it may seem like easy money yes it seems like quick attention but to keep your sanity and all this and to keep a smile on your face and be genuinely happy you still have to love what you do and have a passion for what you do because nowadays everyone is only thinking about attention and money 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 that even though they're getting the money that part is making them happy but genuinely, they're not happy doing what they're doing exactly exactly because people want
0: to just fast buck and what the fast buck can get them which is probably a material item i
2: mean which depreciates in value as soon as you buy it so it's like it'll never make you happy if that's what the end goal is is to have money Mm-hmm. To just have money with nobody around you because you never helped anybody. Absolutely. Leave their goals in
1: life. Absolutely. Um, what did I want to say to you? Yes. So we talked about the music. We talked about other avenues. Now it's time to show your human side, the side to people that most people don't get to see, especially as an artist or an entrepreneur outside of music and outside of the cliche of sports. When it comes to guys, what are other things that makes you happy that you enjoy doing on your spare time or off time? Or if you had the spare time, what would you do in that moment?
2: Uh, when mostly I like to um, obviously spend time with my kids, mm-hmm. but uh, outside of my family, I like going on trips. I like traveling. I'm mm-hmm. a and and the big, avid traveler. I like going to different places, eating new foods, mm-hmm. uh, just seeing different stuff around the world, different kind of countries.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. That's kind of dope. Traveling is such a beautiful thing. Because sometimes you can't always work 24-7, you know? You have to have a moment to breathe. You have that moment of clarity. And sometimes you can actually use that as more motivation for the next project or a song that you are creating, you know? Definitely. So I, I, I definitely encourage that. Mm-hmm.
2: Kinda, other than the love of music, you feel me, like, drew me towards, like, music as you know, like, you get to travel and perform in mm-hmm. places, and go places. I mean, so, like, it all kind of coincides together with me. As far as doing music, and I, I love lot
1: travel. Absolutely, right. absolutely. I can relate to that because you know I've traveled all over the U.S. and outside of it, and but I realized what I was doing. I was traveling for specific events, shows, and gigs, which is a beautiful thing. But the the schedules were so tight that I never got the chance to explore any of the city and cities and I that were in during that time. Right. So that's why um, I always every time we talk about traveling I always have to shout out my um travel agency Whitney's Escapes because they have helped me remind me that yeah this is great that you're traveling we love to book you for where you have to go and get you those great deals but at the same time they encourage me to book things outside of the gigs to relax my mind you know what I mean. And that's what it's all about. So, um, shout out to, like I say, my travel agency, Whitney Escapes. And if you guys ever need any help with traveling, want to get those great deals, definitely hit me up and I will give you their contact. They are the best in the business. Okay,
2: then.
1: You know, I mean, you know, I'm the plug. No, <laughs> you know, I, um, before I'd be so humble, I'm like, oh, stop, I'm just out here working. But you know what? I am. That's what it's all about. It's all about building that connection, you know. Definitely, definitely. If you are not if you're growing, growing you're supposed to be doing, you deserve the credit. Exactly. If you are not growing the way you need to be growing, if you are not taking advantage of every platform, every event. Then what are you doing? When I first started, I will be the first one there and I'd be the last one to leave. I'd be there before the bouncers came, especially when I was underage, just to get in the door, not to party act a fool, just to get into the door so I can network with the people. And then I didn't leave into the DJ and like the um owners will leave. Why? Cause I wanna make sure that I connected with everybody in the building. And everywhere I go like, Hey, how are you? What you doing? What's your life? What's your goals? What's your dream? What field are you in? And if it's entertainment, I said, Oh my God, so am I. So what do you do? Rap, sing, promote. And they'd be like, Wow, I'm like, Yeah. So now my Rolodex is thick because I put in the work. Definitely. You know? And at the same time, me working that hard for me, I'd love to help the next person. So if they do have a simple question, not like, so how do we get in music in? I'm not, I'm not doing all that. That's just ridiculous. But if it's something quick like, do you know anything about encoding or registration for this, that, and there? I'm like, actually, I do. Let me send this to you really quickly. I'm never going to be too big-headed just because of my accolades to help the next. Because at the end of the day, it's a music business, but it's a music family. We're supposed to be here for one another because I want to see everybody grow, elevate, and increase. And not just in music, just in life in general.
2: And it's like, energy, you know, keep that energy, you see me? Like, people tend to gravitate towards that energy and everybody in it for the same thing. So mm-hmm. it would be a whole team of individuals looking out for
1: each other instead of trying to stab each other in the back Absolutely. bring <clears throat>
2: energy to the
1: vibe. Absolutely. So let's have a little fun. Do you have like a hidden or odd or weird talent that most people are not aware of?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm good at chess, I guess. <laughs> that's a You're, dollar, I guess. you're
1: good um, at chess? Playing chess. Playing chess, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: No, that's actually a skill because if you notice, in life it's, it's better to play chess than checkers, right? Uh, Metaphorically. But in real life a lot of people really don't know how to play chess. <laughs> to me, it seems a little complicated, but it's probably not as complicated if I actually took the time to learn it. Because I know you got the little dude and then you got the bigger little dudes and the bigger little dudes. Then you got the little horsies, then you got the um the king and queen, right? <laughs> oh my god like i I really never actually studied it, so I'm just like, I hope it's not offensive to anyone who actually plays chess. <laughs> <laughs> But it just it just throws me off, you know, because then sometimes you don't just slide over like checkers. You're able to, like, really cross over and move. I'm like, well, how do you get to do that? Why? Because it just reminds me of everything in life. Even though it may seem like it's something as simple as moving a piece, you got to strategize and be very strategic with everything that you do because you can lose everything. Yeah, sir. I think there was a movie. I think it was a movie called King Me. Did you see that?
2: King Me, King Me, Me. I can't.
1: I think it was called King Me, and it was a movie, and it was about chess. I think, I think. Yeah, it was with, um, I think. Cuban Gooding Jr. I'm gonna figure it out, but it was a movie that I did see, and it was about playing chess, and it was a great film, and I think you'll enjoy it. You know, so yeah, check I'm, it yeah, I'm definitely. definitely gonna um try to find it for you and um send you the link. But yeah, it was definitely an excellent movie. No, I know what it was. It was called Life of a King. Life of a King. Life of a King yep I knew it had something with King in it mhm, life of a king, and uh, I think it'd be um a great movie for youth check out, but uh, of course, I'll just send a just in case you may forget but um <laughs> but it was it was pretty much about you know like the youth, right. Are misunderstood and misguided, and then Cuban Cuban didn't Jr. He's an ex-con, but he became like this um, mentor for them and show them about the whole game of chess, you know, and how it's like an alternative than running the streets and everything. You know what I mean? So um, it's definitely a good thing for you to check there was just out. There's
2: one little movie um in Africa about this African girl. I think it was Kenya. I forget the name of it, mm-hmm. but they. Yeah, I believe, don't quote me on that, but um, the little girl, she learned how to play uh, best, like they had a little instructor in the, in, in their little village,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, she became the best in the world, like uh, like they went on tour and everything, she, they started yes. taking the other little spots and she got in championships, Yeah, it was a, a good little movie too.
1: Absolutely, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do I remember the movie? Um, yes. It was um, Queen of Cat Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know where I saw the movie? You yeah, did? How you like it? I enjoyed it. I watched it on a plane. <laughs> you know, I think I was going yeah. to like Vegas or something. You know, it's like a six hour flight or whatever and it was in the selection and I watched it. And I thought it was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? I definitely enjoyed it. But I think that's beautiful. And with that being something that you like to do and enjoy, and then you can take so much out of it, it's like, oh, double winner. You know? But um, I want to thank you for taking the time out to be on a T-Quest show. I thank you for sharing your content with us, your story, your music, your human side, your happy side. Because I... When it comes to interviews, you should have the ability to give all to the people, all to the listeners, especially if there's new listeners that may not know who you are, they know who you was, and now more curious to get to know who you are. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, with the last couple of minutes of the show... This is your chance to remind people of who you are, what you do, where they can find you, and if there's anything else about you or any projects that you're working on or anything, this is the time right now to spill your guts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, for one, it's been fun doing an interview with you, and I appreciate, it. appreciate you very much for the for put me out here like that. Yeah. And uh shout out to the D, uh fleet DJs also for mm-hmm. putting me in position to even be introduced to you. And um but well, as far as me, uh my name is Alcazar, aka Zar for short. Um my album in my shoes is their stores as we speak on all streaming platforms. And you can go stream that or anything, go download it, go support the real, man. You already know what it is. Uh I got a, two singles out called About My Life and Lose It. Being videos being shot re in in the near future. Just dropped the video in my shoes, title track off the of, off of the album. Uh I thank y'all like it enjoy it. It's on YouTube right now. Um you can see little clips on my Instagram. My Instagram is Algazar A. L A A C D A R. You can follow me on Instagram. I'll follow back. If you in the music industry, um, I'm on Facebook. We can be friends on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, all type of uh, pla- uh, social media platforms. You can find me on, uh, find me as Aquazine. And uh, I got a new project coming out called POTS, Volume 1, P-O-T-S and it stands for a product that is slums. And um, that's coming in the near future around a August. I'm looking for that type of release. And, um, and just go support it, man. Just go support the new album. And um, shout out to Teak Quest for having me on. Yeah. Hey. And uh, <laughs> I'll be back up for the next album. Yeah. Next uh, EP, rather. It's <laughs> an EP, It only got five songs on it. The single off of that. It's gonna be, I can't breathe.
0: Yeah. Rip
2: all the people that's going through what they're going through. And um free the guys, free Glory Khan, free little Rob, free uh, Mike, all type of stuff. Um, man, I just appreciate the promo. Okay,
1: there you go. And I appreciate you for, like I said, being on the show. And I'm um, taking a time out to do what you do. And for all the ones who may have not caught what he said, since I enjoy my listeners and my fans, you guys know what I like to do. I like to take the time out myself to write down all that information so you don't have to. All you have to do is go and read it. And where can you read the information of my guests? On that TQuest quest mobile app, which you can find in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. Free. And while you are there Make sure you go hit that 5 stars We are still running at a perfect 5 star rating Let's keep that up And make sure you write me review Because reviews is everything Especially to an entrepreneur Anybody with an app or anybody with a business It doesn't cost you anything to do that And I feel that I'm worth it Don't you guys agree that I'm worth it And remember to follow me On all social media platforms At TQuestGLN um, and if you need, um, any information about any type of business music or whatever, all you have to do is join my mailing list at gotta love me well.com. and remember to stream my music on all streaming sites and now they actually got something on spotify for us artists where you can donate to the cause because you know we don't make much money on streaming like we will make if we was pushing cds so go to my site my spotify click that donate and donate to your girl if you got any love for me until next time it's your girl t quest you are tuning to the t quest show over and out